Welcome to Two Takes and Pod. I'm Osai, and on this podcast, I take on themes exploring culture, society, and humanity from the viewpoint of Africans home and abroad. This episode is a continuation of the initial conversation on third-party candidates. In this part, we talk about ideology and your permanent voter card. Enjoy the show. That, that leads me to the next uh, question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just being stupid. Guys. I'm just trying to have fun. Um, <laughs> no, because you're right. Like I started, I went, you know, I sent you guys the manifestos, and I was like, hey, let me let me go read that, you know. And I started reading APC's manifesto, and I was like, yo. APC has the most beautiful manifesto. If you no, read, it doesn't. If you read APC's it, constitution, you'll be like, such a party to belong to. For God's yeah. sake. No, I don't. It reads to me like what they give us. You know, when you're, you're in third year university and you give you a paper to Hand out. And, and, you know, you don't have to be realistic now. Right. <laughs> you can just say all the things that should be out. That should be there, yeah. I'm not saying that. It's nice to. I was reading this thing. I was just like, yo, so. It's very beautiful. Because the manifestos are not legal binding documents. Like, if you win, you can't say, you said this in your manifesto you have to do it so there are going to be a lot of flowery words in the manifesto and they're similar too like if you look at every person's manifesto it's like what is the difference and also did you guys get the vibe that it probably hasn't been updated since 2015 it has not especially (laughs) our brother in um, PDP it has not been updated ABC is definitely not updated it's sure. not updated. Like no, I'm sure that about it. Especially mean, PDP though. Does it need an update? It is, it is his turn after all, you know. I mean, Amy, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Nothing has been done yet. Like hand it over. Because the funny thing about yes. APC, right? I was very curious because like I was curious the position they were being in because they've been the party for the past eight years. Mm-hmm. So how do they separate themselves from Buhari but like still maintain their agenda? That's what, was, that's what I was <laughs> speaking like, in my head. They're so arrogant. They don't even feel like they need to separate themselves from the past do you understand yes. they believe they're going to win right. so there's not much work that needs to be done on that aspect and they back them so they're not even they're, now the, the before now the, the narrative is like oh he's done he's not done too bad he's done pretty well mm. but we are going to do better mm. like it's not even really pointing at like the failures god bless you yeah. this was, I was, I was to like, I was, I said at least when Barry was campaigning he was wearing suits going around begging for forgiveness for the rubbish he did you know when he was head of state yes he was at least pretending. He was showing up to places. He was, <laughs> you know, pretending to the open. No, in Nigeria, we have to take So you, you like, you like to be lied to. Huh? I like to be lied to. This class makes no sense. No, I don't think that's because <laughs> you know in Nigeria, they don't, they don't feel the need to. Tinobu is not it's doing my that. Yeah. It's my turn. Tinobu is, that's, exactly. That's what Tinobu is doing. He's going up and down and saying this thing. He's going to Chatham House and they, in Chatham House, they will ask him questions and he's Assigning the question, no, he's assigning the, que- the questions to different people to answer for. Oh, him. that one. It's like, sir, yeah, he's a delegate. He's showing you signs that he's going to be a good person. Oh, daddy, he assigns daddy. things. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what event this was where his son came out and started talking about, oh, daddy is such a good man. Daddy, I said, for God's sake, is he our daddy? Like, are we going to vote for him because he's a good dad to you? Like, is that what we're running on now? <laughs> like, what yes. is this? What is this? Like, if busy has not in standard. He has nothing to stand on. Is he all the... I, I can't remember the one about the electricity and coin statement <laughs> that you made. <laughs> you can't see. I want to say talking about the common man is not by um the person that was signing had to look like wait hold up what am I about to sign? It's always coin. I don't know what he's always saying. And so it really worries me that despite all this, he's been considered. <laughs> 
for president because what does that say about us? Does it say anything about us? Nigeria is not a democracy. <laughs> <laughs> we know we know that that is not if he wins, we know it's not us that picked him. Let's be honest. Some people are gonna pick him though. A lot of people are gonna pick him. A lot him. of people yeah. are gonna pick what, him. What percentage are we thinking? Like just from what you guys are seeing, like what or I really praise like twenty percent. I really praise. Well, like you gotta look and at it from are supporting him not with money, like not because he paid them, mm, you know, or force them out him. of or force them out of their marketplace because yeah. they all should go and vote for him and do the right. Yeah, thing. okay, if we exclude all that. Yeah, we exclude all those people. Um, I'm just like yeah, you know, number should be low. Number okay, but like what reasons have you heard? We're we're excluding all of those people, but like think about from uh, how many? What's the percentage of people who are registered to vote in Nigeria? It's actually a lot, but the issue is that PVCs, they are, they're, right. they're not collecting their PVCs. It's over 100 million votes. So then they're not able to vote. So <laughs> No, but I mean, they're still collecting their uh, Yeah, PVCs are still they are, they are, they are They're collecting their PVCs. I even heard like, they're, I'm, like I've seen it a lot. Yeah, actually. no, they're yeah. collecting their PVCs. Sure. And they're, so they're, they're, they're beginning to, be... to frustrate them. They're beginning to frustrate them. But apparently, I heard today that someone said that they asked them to pay one fire for their PVC. But that's that's where I was getting I at. Is that for free. What is, what is that? Exactly. What is, what is that about? Inek, here we go again. Like, so here the, all of these... That's a Nigeria thing. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But Inek, Inek is the word for this for this rubbish. Yeah, thing. <laughs> for this no. rubbish. No. For this particular brand of it's rubbish. True. They just approve funding for Inek, right? From the federal budget. So technically, they should they shouldn't be complaining about paying their people. No, I mean that's that money is is up to. They're, they're they're not doing a good job. What about the guy that got his PVC and on yeah, his PVC? His gender is female. <laughs> Like, yeah, as long as they they can't vote. Vote. but it's not just so you know i was actually researching <laughs> the new electoral act it's one thing to be registered and it's one thing to have put intent that you're going to vote because the new electoral act says that it's not just about being registered to vote so something like that when you show up at the polling unit will not, depending on who you meet that might cost that person not to be able to vote Wait, it matters. Well, I, I, don't I, fully, I don't think I fully. I don't think I fully understand. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so you can be registered to vote. Yes. Mm-hmm. You could have gotten your PVC card. Yes. And then you still, your vote can still not count. Yes, your vote can still not so, count. Okay. If there's a mistake like that, if you, if okay. you are, okay, so if you had the wrong, on the, yeah, on the error, on the side, yeah, wrong polling unit. Um, you know how okay, didn't everyone came, didn't everyone went to get a new PVC, but you also had to update that you still live in this area, that this is your polling unit. So people might have been registered to be in that polling unit, but if they didn't update and say, "Oh, I am going to vote in this new election," your vote will not count. And That's you can't a new vote wherever you are. You no, know, you have to be registered to a polling and, unit. And, and if you didn't update your polling unit, and you it was based vote. on what, yeah, and based you have on what to... and based on what it was before, it would have been your state of origin. You'd have no, or, or no, would no, it no. So I will, I will explain. Like for example, where I live in in Lagos, I live in an estate. So my polling unit is a couple streets down from my house. Mm-hmm. My parents have a polling unit in the same streets, right? Mm-hmm. I can decide that oh, because I want to vote at um. I can't go and vote. I'm not registered to vote there. Mm-hmm. I'm registered to vote three streets down. Right. So my vote will not count if I try to vote in. It will count wherever my street is. That's where my vote will count because I've I have registered and said this is where I'm going to cast my vote in 2020 because they updated the vote the um, yeah they they asked everyone to update their polling. You make sure that it's actually still the same as your address of where you're living currently. If it's not updated, right. so that's going to be a problem for people that didn't do that at the time they were supposed to. That hey, you update your polling, you're gonna go and realize that you can't vote because your name is not on the um the list. Exactly. Right. So you could be registered, you can have your PVC, but if you go to the wrong polling unit, your vote, your vote does, does not count. count, yes. What other scenario uh, could that come up 
in just in terms of your vote not counting, even after you've re- registered and gotten your PVC? Are I there think, any other scenarios? I think that's the major scenario. Is just making sure you vote at the right polling unit. Because yeah. apparently, at the end of the day, the um, the, whoever is in charge of that polling unit can decide that the vote here will not count today. So apparently, before now, we had an issue with overvoting, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And where you say 1,000 people registered here, but 2,000 people voted there. And, well, they did that a lot in the north, and those votes counted. So to prevent that from happening moving forward, we're saying if 1,000 people are registered here, it can be less, obviously, if someone mm-hmm. doesn't show up. Right. But it cannot be above that number. I see. Which is fantastic. Yes. Right, which, is pretty, which is pretty good. Which is how, fantastic. How late... Um, can you change your polling unit? I think right now it's ah, too, late too late to do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the last was when they were doing like the PVCs. December. So now it's just collection. Yes. No First more of all, can we say that before now, they didn't used to open like registration for PVCs until like a couple months before the elections. And right. it was just the whole process. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How can you do that when you know you're not set up to handle it? But look at, look at <laughs> how the people, the youths, I'm proud of us. So we revolted. We yes. said that people opened that thing. Open it. They wanted to close it. We said no. Yes. They're not going to close it until the end of the year. And INEC was suffering because they were registering people. People like, were coming. At the people mall, were coming. they had pull- boots at the That was amazing. People like were everywhere. 6 a.m. Yes. If you come by 7 o'clock, you'll be number 15. You'll just become how am I? Wow. Yes. People want, but now come and collect your PVC. That's where we're allowed inside yes. now. Because when I was collecting mine, there was plenty. I'm, okay, I collected mine yes. early, shall, but even up till now, they are still announcing. And, and the rule collect, is, collect, collect. yes, nobody can collect your PVC for you, even if it's your husband. They do that intentionally because people are working. People might not have the time to come during their office hours, and they're like, no one can. You can't even sign an affidavit. You can't even say, please, I think no. That's fair, it's very. It's, I, I get it, but fair. also for the people that are like no, business, it's yeah, hard. No, it's very it up. I get that. I get that. It's sad. It's sad that we would, but it's also sad for people that can't go and pick up their PVCs. Like I can't get my PVC. I can't ask someone to get it. Okay, well, it's INEC now. It's INEC, they're not open. Are you judging me? I was talking about just anybody else. Where's government office? Like, they refuse to open registry for PVC. It's not like 9 to 4 or something like that. Like, guys. Give or take. Yeah, give or take. Well, now they're being stressed. I'm sure that's why they said they're asking for money because they're like, man, this work. We do not sign up for this work. Yes. do our jobs. Yeah, this is a bit much better. They have a lot of work to do. People are like a thousand. Like, what's going on? Please, like, I'm like, more faith. Yes. Step down this stress. And for the first time, I guess, I don't know if it's first time ever, but um, the voter roll has to be electronic now, according to the Electoral yeah, electric, Act. Electronic Bef- transmission yes, results. before, yeah. it was manually, you were reading manually into a polling unit yeah. or what, like the list of, list of people, yes, and who has access to that? That's why it was hard to say, oh, 200 people voted here, but only 150 people were supposed to vote. So now everything is digitized. We have everybody... and. According to the um, electoral act, they're supposed to provide that information, like not just only at the federal level, like down to like the local level. Like we have the registration of mm-hmm. these, 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 We know what's going on, so there's a little bit of more transparency going going on there. I think Buhari was forced to sign it. I think he took his sweet time to sign it. Yes, <laughs> he took his yes, sweet time to sign this electoral time. act because there are uh, there are a bunch of other new things that he added to the electoral act. That if you ever have a chance to read it, a lot of other stuff that. It's supposed to help this election be free and fair. Right. 
Yeah, well, the delegates thing, right? I think it was, they they actually tried to just do ad hoc delegates, but then yeah. the Senate president said, "Oh, there must have been a mistake." Yeah. Oh yes, it's actually the Senate that actually like <laughs> that, that changed that, that fact. changed even yeah. the electoral act. The Senate is the Senate, yeah. so because the way the ele- the electoral act was, they they didn't want it to be passed because they they were just like, "Yo, we cannot allow." That takes a lot of power out of their hands. Well, yes, it does. yeah, it takes a lot of power out of their hands. It takes a lot of power out of their hands. Like mm-hmm. so, they just were like, "Nope, we're not passing that." So they they. The middle ground is the transmission of results that will be electronic. But other than that, man. So make sure that your thumbs are for those that have seen. Make sure your thumbs are clean. My thumbs always they never register because I'm, I'm sure that it's thumb prints, this thumb that they're going to use to register. Because mm-hmm. that's what we used to yeah. get our PVCs. Yeah, so your thumb has to read. Do not say oh, Mirabel. This is Mirabel. Oh, okay. So biometric. Yeah. To sort of biometric. match. Yeah, it has to match so that, you know, which is good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm making small, small progress. Yes. Yeah. I mean, definitely seems like they're digitizing a lot of things. So yes. I, I really do. I'm looking forward to seeing the data after yeah. we vote. And it will still be Excel. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is why I said this is the perfect timing for a third party right. with all the provisions that we've put in place now. It's the perfect time, I think, right. for a third party candidate to win. Yeah. If Pitabi yeah. doesn't win, we're going to be asking yeah, see, I said that it, it, really, Nigeria will I wouldn't, but I okay. know, well, part of what she's saying about the timing, right? Because we have the digi- digital information, like the fact yeah. that they're capturing all of this information, it's gonna just be a little bit harder for them to find. They can just burn the paper, mm. you know what I mean? No, 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 yeah, of course, that that's true, but I think in, in the sense of if there's no financial backing within the, that party, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because you still have to advertise you have to campaign you still have to put in the information and again nigerians love influential people yeah. rather than what those people stand for Talk so influential not in the not in the same way like tinubu is known as jagaban the poorest man in nigeria per, poorest person loves and respects tinubu over pitaobi like pitaobi's influence is from the quote-unquote educationists right so the the people who are middle class sort of educated who I don't think want a hundred percent like even amongst our i think i think that's probably where it started but i don't think that's where it is now I'm, I'm not saying that that's the only places i'm saying where his influence mainly holds ah, okay it's from that level up of course there are people within the full spectrum who who view peter b as someone who that can make the change but there's also on the other side a vast majority of Nigerians who don't care about what Peter Obi has done, sees Tinubu as their lord and savior, who from even from a, a legal standpoint, even the education, the people that you think that are, are a lot wiser, right? And wise is relative, right? But like <laughs> But like, um, like it, people are who should know better. Who should know better, yeah. right? Are still Tinubu fanatics, right? Like, who are we kidding? Tinubu walked into APC's um, electoral um, voting, right, for to to win the election, primaries. to win the primaries. Yeah. Walked in last, APC convention. APC convention. Thank you, and won out out of presumably nowhere, right? right. You would think that amongst everyone in that Congress, right? You would, there's some form of look. We need to move Nigeria forward, but like they're not thinking about it from that standpoint. Like right. it's not like because they're you're all delegates. 
but like my, my point is your delegates are representative of your people Mm-hmm. In, in in part it might not be a hundred percent but they are supposed to speak to this is where we see the country moving forward and we want to take people there right and it's hard to identify any party that that really happens maybe liberal party now if we want to, to say that and any of the smaller parties mm-hmm. maybe want to give them more credence no they just probably have to spend less yeah yeah that's it right I, because PDP, hey. apc everybody there Chances are are in in a seat or have been in a seat before and are contesting for a new seat. So they're either they're incumbent or or going for something, right? Yeah. Either way, the price <laughs> of entry. And I think one of the candidates was actually saying that it's like, hey, just remove these statutory guys because, <laughs> at the very least, it makes it possible for all of us lower people to at least have that conversation. If not, you're not really speaking to Tinubu and Atiku in terms of the amount of resources that they have. So I think I think you're 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 hundred percent right. Right. Yeah. Res- resources too, of right. course, is it? So because just on that funding piece, cause I think we're we're flagging that. So I, I just kind of pointed out to them like, okay, so obviously a lot of funding is going to go to delegates or to sell the delegates, right? Mm-hmm. Where else are we thinking funding is going? Because I, I I don't know if you know. You so okay, so so like for for funding and why I think that if we just limit, oh the the Liberal Party didn't didn't win or didn't got a, a lot of votes as a sort of quote-unquote red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for those who, who do that, I think are not seeing the influence, the financial influence, right, that can happen on an election day or within that period, right, that can happen amongst like common people who are so-called, the people who have quote-unquote registered, who have been shouting Peter or be Labour Party, right. can easily also be influenced to change their vote. Like they can on that day go and vote for someone else Be well because they've been been paid right, and this is the same average Nigerian that you would hope for a better, who wants a better future, right? And they would have their reasons. And hey, can we judge them on that? Part that, of the APC PDP tactic, exactly, sure. because they have the financial resources to do that. Right. Like Liberal Party, don't, right. and even if they did, for the sake of integrity. Right. Would they? Right. I, I, right. Right. Two and two. Like another thing I was thinking about is allies. Right. So like so to your point with APC, yes, they probably have a representative in Senate. You know, local. Go- you know, this local government area in Kogi or you know somewhere. Right. And th- the way I'm thinking about that is okay. Well, that guy has an incentive for his guy to win. Yeah. So he can mobilize people in a small area there. Yep. Whether or not they even have it, whether or not Labour Party has an office or something along those lines. In a way that, as I'm looking at this Senate race, I'm not seeing that there's a Labour Party person here. I'm not seeing... So who's going to be in that place? And that person is likely not even an incumbent. So they're going to be a new face competing against the incumbent party. So right. to me, those are those are the little challenges I'm seeing like, oh, damn, like, so what happens here? You know, okay, everybody's registered. You know, we've gone through the hoops, like, I you know, Todd just pointed out. Do we still have enough when people, even if people show up at the polling stations? Right. Like, and for, for me, politics is all about concessions, mm. right? It, for me, on the most basic concessions and, and why and how does that work is mm. that for, for Tinubu to be 
APC's um, presidential nominee for Tikul to be PDP's presidential Like, certain things, deals have been made on the back door for them to continue their their influence over time and over years. Sure, financially, they're bribing them, but, like, there's, there, there, there's beyond that. There is... I can be a VP. I can, I can, right. I can be a whip in the house and in, right. in, in the Senate. Like, or, or this thing is going to get something, or right? Yeah, there's so many things. There's so many. So for so that's why I I I flag the amount of um, political parties that Nigeria has, right? Because then for all of the minors, mm-hmm. you you completely take yourself out of the equation because now you don't have enough influence to wield. Like, what concessions are you? Can you actually make? Right. Right. What Unless what can you leverage? Unless you're all coming together, one having a political ideology. Right. But like, sure, let's again take that out of the the way. <laughs> but as a group, like, if we're all coming together and we're deciding that this is how we want to move Nigeria forward, right, or what we want to do, then within that, there has to be consensus on who our who our leader is going to be, right? Who our VP is going to be, and right. and the organizational structure and all of these things that no none of them are ready for because why? Everyone wants power and everyone wants influence and everyone wants to be the quote unquote Jagaban. They right. want, they, they literally all see Tinubu in themselves. Yeah. They're aspiring to They're, take his yeah. place. Yeah. You know, I so mean, they, yeah. there's, there's, it's very difficult for any of them um, to, for that. So to flip it, then that's why I don't see a third party winning, right? Because I don't see that third party coming together in the same way like APC can be formed or like can can come out of from PDP and certain influencers within that party coming together and knowing and having an understanding of concessions and having an understanding of who we want to lead this party and how we negotiate through right. all of that, right? right? Every other party is one is just too small yeah. and don't have that political will yet, right? So the same in the same manner in which they can look now we have APC, we have PDP. Let's all go and do something about it. If right. they had that in mind, then maybe it's the Labour Party and they all come under the Labour Party right. Right. and they do that. And then sure, there is now that manpower where they can man all of these different right. stations where they and can, that and that takes a lot of time and it takes wow. understanding. Thank you. God bless you for this point that you just made. I <laughs> because it brings me to what I want to say, which is also in America, like, and that's why PDP is such a disappointment because... The same thing the Democrats do in America is what PDP does in Nigeria. You know when the election is coming. Instead of you to start, like, have your person and begin to, like, push the person forward and, you know, so that by the time elections, by the time even the primaries are, like, we already know where we're headed and you already know who is favored to win that and then we know who we're backing and who we're running against. And it prevents all this kind of nonsense, last-minute flip-flopping that happened where, like, Peter will be you know left pdp because he was pretty sure that he was going to get the, the nomination, nomination yeah because right. once again it's time for the south right and then suddenly article is all like you know we've already talked about article to death but yeah so then he now has to scramble to find another party and i like what i said because that was exactly what i mean i i 100 support that like all the smaller parties should have come together yep. i don't know why Kwanko so rejected the deal i don't right. really like I don't want to be bigger tent, so I'm not going to say that. But, <laughs> you know, I just feel like we need to, if, like, if we actually care about the nation, I, I, that's really my worry. It's like, do we care about the nation or do we care about, our, I mean, ourselves in that 
because the only way that this will happen is if people it's uh, this i mean like all the other parties coming together is right. if they care about the nation and not necessarily about their own personal political ambitions yeah well i mean we are aware that article we just cared about his political ambition that's why he can run under apc they run under pdp they run under apc run under pdp who knows maybe next time you come and form another um, political party to run under we don't know mm-hmm. you know but that's one thing that i really worry about for peter Obi because i don't know that he has really learned that part of politics that Atiku and Tinubu are so good at, which is the relationship piece that you talked about earlier on, you know, because it is going to be a serious factor. Right. And even if he wins afterwards, after winning, then, like, you know, that's still the whole thing. But yeah, even to win, I think it's very important. Yeah, that that's that's awesome. Like, it actually reminds me of a conversation we all had at some point when we talk about unifier. Mm. And a unifier actually starts with how you unify your party. Mm. Before you can even go out there and unify, that's a great point. Like the people, the country, mm-hmm. right? So, to your point, if Peter B, let's say he loses this election, for me, the cha- the the task I will have for him would be go and unify all of those small parties wow. and bring every single one of them to have an understanding that, okay, one, what's our political ideology, and where, like, if we genuinely think that Nigeria should move forward. Like, this is no longer about self-interest. Mm-hmm. How about we develop a political ideology, have a manifesto that works and is not just fish and chips, <laughs> right? And like, and, and then we can now push that agenda for the next four years, right? We can, right? we can talk about, we can campaign, we can go around while whoever's president is there doing whatever he is, it is that they're doing, we can campaign around the country and let them right. know that we are your people, right. Right? right? Like People's Democratic Party, but like, are they really the People's Democratic Party, right? right. Like, campaign for like, this is yeah, we're right. we're for you, right? And we right. want to, and like all the things that they say, right? Electricity right. and, 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 and all of those been things. Trying to do that, but that just takes time, it's right? Yeah, it's kind of. I, I, I don't, I, and you're right. I don't think he had the time. I don't think six no. months or eight months or whatever like, since yeah, July or June. So yeah, I just, he, I just he, don't think it's enough time to really ramp up. Not like you said, you're into your party internal as well as like all your bases and then to me too i think that also plays a part into like that infrastructure piece right because that gives you significantly more time to set up in all those places right so (laughs) even if you're a volunteer for peter will be right now which most of them probably are being in lagos maybe in in the the south south southwest southeast south south right like how many people are going to the north you know, how many people are going to set up in the north? Who, no, how many people who are going to go up to the north, somewhere, wherever in the north, have the gravitas to... To do that in the first there? place, yeah. You know what I mean? And even if you are a supporter in the north, do you have that, right? And then for all these things, like, I think PDP, APC, all these guys have it. Now, when you speak to ideology, man, bro. <laughs> so was... there's, this, there's, this quote, there's this quote I came across when I was reading, uh, I, was, I was looking at stuff, right? It's by this, um, it's by this uh, professor. He's actually the dean of uh, school. I don't know if it's in Katina or wherever. But his name is Dr. Ali Yumukta, um Katina. And he wrote this book called Party Constitutions and Political Challenges in a Democracy, Nigeria and the Fourth Republic. Right? But this was before, I think, the 2015 election. So I don't think he... Uh, so it's kind of out of date. But this is what he said. This part is still very relevant. Um, on tendency of political parties in an election. Political parties' reliance on their constitutions or even Nigeria's constitution and legal system as a whole to handle inter-party rivalries has limitations. Here, here too, the desperation for power pushes parties to employ extra legal means to outwit their rivals. I think even internally in the, in the, in the, 
in the party. They relied on primordial attachments, so previous relationships, um, for their success in electoral competition. The book notes as their experience indicates that ethnic sentiments, fraud, intimidation, and ability to commit physical violence wins elections. Right? This is the main factor stifling the country's democratic development, um, the author basically argued. So he's saying that like that's really and we just kind of pointing to the to the thing I was saying where like it's your power and influence how you can wield that in Nigeria that kind of secures the election not necessarily the democratic part so just with ideology it seems like whenever there is pressure so that can be great right onto the next election when we are running against each other right those those are a little bits like so to you, to you guys points like if they are focused on the country and making the country better then this is less of an issue. Right, I'm just not particularly convinced that, um, even if they were for three years up to that point, you know, you know, election political position is a lot of money, right? I think it's a it's a financial decision, it's a financial opportunity, and a lot of these candidates are just paying their way to get access to those funds, and I think that's how they're seeing it. I don't know if they're seeing it as a way to like help or support the people, you know? Yeah, exactly, and I I think it works in two folds, right? Like I think, yes you sort of need to have an, a political ideology and sort of what you want for the country, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, there will come a time where you probably have to abandon that to, <laughs> <laughs> to, win, to win the election. Yes. But I don't think that um, that completely negates you as a um, in politics or as a viable candidate, right? Because when I, even if you look at... Um, the Western world, right? Like there's there's always going to be a blend between like your political ideology and how you win elections. One requires strategy, right? Right, um, and 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 the 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 pieces that you got to move on the chessboard to win, while the other one requires you to have a starting point. And by starting point, I mean that you need to have something to governize your base or governize the people, right? That's where the political ideology comes from. Is that like, so when we talk about liberal party and, and some of the information um, that I, I found, because I think they're from party for social democratic something or right. That's, that was the name before. Right? Oh, okay. Social democratic. Party. Social democratic. Right. That's where, that's where liberal party, liberal party is from that, or like they changed the name to liberal party oh, really? from that. Because so. Just for anybody who doesn't have the context, so you're right. I think the uh, Babangida decided that he didn't want to do multiple parties. He wanted to break it on left and right, left leaning and right leaning, kind mm-hmm. of like the Amer- America. So there's a social social democratic party, and then there's a national republican convention or something like that. Something like that, republican. yeah. Yeah. So so continue. Sorry. So the SDP. I think a lot of parties Sorry. broke out of both of them, right? So was it just? L- I, I I didn't get that far. So maybe maybe okay, right. So but like but the but the idea that like at least for them, like they are for the people, right? Maybe right. that's why, right. like for earlier, the workers, right? for the workers, yeah, when you talked about, or oh, some people are not happy with, because exactly. it's establishment. So that probably comes from there too, yeah. right? Yes. But um, you sort of need to have, for, for pol- in order to get people to, to support you, right? To support where you believe on the, on the most basic level, right? They need to know that you care for them and how you're going to sort of go about it, right? right. But you also need to know how to win, so right. that's what made Trump brilliant, right? It's like Trump knew how to win. Well, the Brandon, right? He called himself, I'm a winner in, in real estate. I can win elections and he capitalized on certain things, right? right? So it's the same thing for, for Nigerian politicians too, right? And, and 
Buhari and all of these guys who who are win, who are winning and running this the APCs and PDPs and right. especially PDP, right? They know how to. They've done it before. We know how to sort of win, right? And the people who um, defected to APC, right, and created that party, they have the experience of, of right. winning, right? And it's going to be dirty. It's not going to be clean. Exactly. But they know what it takes. But you know what they know what it takes, right? But behind that should have some form of. Again, if you care about the country and how you want to move the country forward, right. there should be an le- element of, of, of that. Like, this is how I want the country to, to move. How can that be incentivized? I think it's the question I'm asking. Because, like, the way I, I would look at it from their point of view, right, it's like, I'm already a wealthy individual. I know how this game works. I have the financial resources to buy my position here and leverage all of these things. At what point am I going to be forced into that position that you're talking about where I have to share my ideology or I have to come up with an ideology that... Because, like, Peter Obi, for example, moving to the Labour Party has had to do some of these things. He's had to kind of say, hey, this is what I believe. You shouldn't have to buy your way into this. Like, he's going to push certain things because now he's in a position to really do that in a way that some of these other party members can. But as long as you're able to stay in those two parties, it's not really about winning the people, right? It's, a, it's more about winning the base, you know, so it, that's yeah. what it comes across like anyway. Yeah. And I, I think like there's the elements of winning your base, right? With the delegates and all of that, right? right. Or willing the people that believe in. But at the same time, you, within yourself, you got to think that I could do good for this country. Whether or not you are telling the truth or not. So I, that I it's not about, oh, this person will really, when they get there, right. do good. But they have to convince themselves. Right. So that's the thing I'm saying. So I guess I think we're saying the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. I think the only way they do that, especially if they're in the top two parties, right? Because I, I think I just explained the Peter Obi version. But in those, in those, it's to be incentivized to do that. In other words, this worked for someone else and it, or, or it cost us last time. So we need to do something like this now. Because I think what I can tell from Article and Tinubu, the way they just kind of moved, they're not interested <laughs> in having the conversation with the public. Like it's almost as if they're like, we have people for that. Yeah. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, so to so my thing is to your point, like they, they should want to do that, even if they're in a position to win, right? Because like Tinubu does just that's all he might need to do to help. If he started doing that like three or four months ago, it definitely sells a lot more people because at least you're trying to talk to us. I, you know? Yeah. So, I, so just yeah. No, no, I, I get what you're saying, and I think it's tough, right? I think it's Okay, maybe I'll throw this question out. Do you think that Good Luck Jonathan wanted to do good for Nigeria and were there elements of him attempting to do good for Nigeria from his presidency? Yes, and yes. Right. So was there any incentive for him to want to do those things? Yes. And what could could they be? He took over from Yardo. Right. And to, to, yes, for that second thing, and to, he's from the Southeast. I just think there's... South, South? So, south, 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 yeah. South, 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 you need to do a little bit more to secure that power to that position in the same, not in the same way as a northerner, definitely not. Or mm-hmm. from the south, the uh, or from the southwest. Yeah, for especially sure. if you're from Lagos. Okay. Yep. So for sure. do a little bit more to secure the power. For who? Like who is recognizing that? Because 
Right. Good luck, John. I couldn't say that he did those things and he was removed. Right. Right. Very fair. Yeah. But like, in in his so mind, five hundred million dollars. Anyway, no, 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 no. So like, <laughs> like we're, we're not, we're not justifying like their actions, right? Like, we're not justifying like in terms of trying to, we're trying to identify like what would be like that individual's quote unquote motivating factor right. to want to do good for the country, like right. with the, the incentives, right? right? And like, for me, that's hard to quantify, right? For sure. Like Absolutely. we might not be able to identify other than within that person's self wanting what to, show us. what they should, Right. Um, I think the question is like to be able to identify to answer your question is how we reward them, but right? That's the incentivized part. So yes, so for me, like I was a huge Good Luck Jonathan fan, right? Not because of oh he he all of the negative the things, right? yeah, yeah. Because I, I think that's that's the narrative, right? Is that like how can you be a journalist? Look at he stole somebody. He's like okay, so the Obasanjo. So the Obasanjo. So they all of like every every head of state, right, did that. So if you're only telling me that Jonathan should not have been president from that standpoint, then we're missing the point, right? Then we're not having um, conversations that can actually help move the country forward, right? In that sense, right? So you can reward Jonathan for by let him stay the four years. In a way, maybe there are other ways we can right. now identify other incentives, right? And the same thing for like governorship, right? Is that you 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 reward these people for the good that they've done by keeping them there, which is technically what politics is about. Is that right. their job is that they are running for office and they know that in order for them to stay in power, they have to do some form of good right. and keep that going, right. and right? not just for the people, but for the people they work with. Right. right and 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 their base right like and right. and or their sponsors or, or right. all of that stuff right so there's they it's all working in multiple ways right they're they're working on their um working for the people the common person like right. they preach that they say but they're also what's what do we call them the yeah there's a word for it but like the like the banks or institutions institutions right. Right? right who are behind it who are funding your campaign right, right? or exactly for whatever reason for whatever reasons right Right. So um, I think politically, I think Nigeria is in a situation now that we, a lot of people are seeing that, look, I, I want better for myself, right? And, and for the country, but we actually don't know how we're going to do it. Yeah. Right. We think that, which common thought is that we've got to vote this third party or Peter Obi into office as a way of getting that done. Right. But does that, how do you even do that, right? Like, how do you even get that third party in w- without an understanding of, like, all of the moving parts, Facts. right? The things that we don't see Facts. happening, playing around. Like, we're reading all of these newspaper articles. We're reading all of, but, like, even those guys, they don't, they don't really know either, right? Um, but they also would like Peter B to win, I'm sure. Right. They right. also... just don't want the status quo. Yeah, right, right. Everyone's sort of tired of that, right? But like, which is also the impetus for Buhari, if he remembers. Yeah, Exa- so, exactly, exactly. Uh, so is that okay? How are we also choosing this can't or this person that we think that is going to change, right, right? As well, right. Mm-hmm. And if, if hopefully we're looking at it from a better lens of when Buhari was coming in, right? right exactly. 
Or you're just tuning into two takes and a pod, and you're, you're, you're listening to this conversation and you're understanding it a little bit better as well. <laughs> <laughs> well there, I'm, yeah, serious, I'm serious though, but that's, that was really what it was. It was kind of like, okay, we want Peter B to, to win. And I, I kind of started looking, and I was like, yo, can, can he actually win? And what does that actually even look like? Right? Because we all want him to win, and we all see the support on social media. That's great. But what, how does that translate in real life? And a lot of people have those questions, right? A lot of people that are often saying, I'm going to go with Tinubu. I like Peter Obi, but I'm going to go with Tinubu. It's because like, okay, I like Peter Obi, but how is he going to win? What, what's the point of me throwing my, my hat in that race? And I think that's a question I wanted to ask. Like, if he were to win, how could he win? And what exactly would that take? You know? Crazy thought. I actually think Nigeria is four years from someone like Peter Obi. And that's the episode. If you guys have any thoughts you would like to share with me, you can write to me at two takes and a pod at gmail.com. That is two takes and a pod, all one word, at gmail.com. It might be easier to follow me on two takes and a pod on Instagram and TikTok. You can leave me a DM there. I'm looking forward to hearing your take, your feedback, you know, any thoughts on this topic, any thoughts on the topics you would like to hear in the future, let me know. Don't forget to support the show so you keep getting quality conversations like this one. Support my ministry. Give me five stars across the board and leave a like on your streaming platform of choice. And of course, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if there's a streaming platform that I'm not on that makes sense, give me a shout. We're going to get it there for you too. This has been Two Takes in the Pod, man. And thank you so much for listening. Peace.